Today's reading is from the book of Mark, chapter 1, verses 1 to 8. John the Baptist prepares the way. The beginning of the good news about Jesus the Messiah, the Son of God, as it is written in Isaiah the prophet. I will send my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way. A voice of one calling in the wilderness, Prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. And so John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem went out to him. Confessing their sins, they were baptized by him in the Jordan River. John wore clothing made of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. And this was his message. After me comes the one more powerful than I, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart, and may all of our reflecting be blessed by God. Amen. Each year on this day, December 6th, people across our country remember the massacre that took place at Ecole Polytechnique in Montreal. On December 6th, 1989, Mark Lapine entered the school in the afternoon and targeted and shot women, declaring that he was fighting against feminism. In this anti-feminist attack on violence, in this anti-feminist act of violence, 14 women were killed, and 10 other women were, 10 other women and four men were injured. Today, the name of these, those who were murdered are read across our country as our country laments. Today, we remember Genevieve Bergeon, Ellen Coogan, Coogan Natalie Cruteau, Barbara Denot, Anne-Marie Edward, Maud Havernick, Barbara Klutznik Wojciechowski, Maurice Laganier, Maurice Leclerc, Anne Marie Lemay, Sonia Peltier, Michelle Richard, Annie Saint Arnaud, and Annie Turcott. This horrific event led to today being named as National Day of Remembrance and Action on Violence Against Women. This is a day to name and lament gender-based violence and discrimination and to recommit to working for a better world. John the Baptist appears in the desert proclaiming a baptism of sin and repentance for the forgiveness of sins. When you think of the word wilderness, what comes to your mind? 
For the people of the Bible, the wilderness was seen as a dangerous, untamed, and unpredictable place. The wilderness often appears in sacred stories as a place of testing and revealing. It is a place where people like Jacob and the refugees from Egypt confront their own self and wrestle with God and humanity. The wilderness is where the full realities of life are laid bare. Difficult truths are confronted and lives are changed. The wilderness in this way is a deeply holy space, a place where people go and meet God and their lives are changed. In today's scripture reading, the prelude to Jesus' ministry in the Gospel of Mark, we meet the wilderness guide. John the baptizer is so comfortable in the sacred landscape of the wilderness that we're told he is clothed in camel hair and he eats locusts and honey. He invites people to join him in the wilderness, to join him in the wilderness experience in order to prepare the way for the encounter of God in Jesus. Repent, John calls, as he invites people into the wilderness where difficult truths are named and lives are changed. The season of Advent is very similar to the season of Lent. They're both wilderness seasons. Advent invites us into the sacred place of slowing down and looking deeply at life, at our own self, at the world around us. In a life where so many of us feel like sometimes we should just savor and celebrate life's beauty even as we struggle, which can be good, these wilderness seasons also invite us to reflect and lament the aching realities of our lives and our world, and to know that we are safe in God's love and the love of community to do this. Lamentation is an important and ancient spiritual practice in our faith. Lamentation, lamenting, is the honest naming that things are not all right, not as they should be, not as they are meant to be, not as they could be. Lamenting is not only crying out to God in pain and searching, but it is also the crying out that things need to be different. And we need God's help to make things different. The wilderness is the place where life is laid bare in all of its beauty and brokenness. It is the holy space where we can lament. Today, on National Day of Remembrance and Action on Violence Against Women, we name and we lament gender-based violence in word and in action and all forms of gender-based discrimination. We name the painful reality that gender-based violence and discrimination happens in our homes, families, communities, countries, and in our world. We lament that in this painful time of COVID, violence and discrimination has increased for gender-based violence and discrimination has increased. We stand in the wilderness, this place where difficult truths are laid bare 
and we cry out to God for healing and for renewal. Repent, this day calls to us, as it invites us into the wilderness to wrestle with the difficult truths of life. In our scripture reading today, we hear that people flocked to John. They came from all over because what he said touched them so deeply. They found something holy and meaningful and life-changing in what he said and what he did. They came from all over to hear his message and to be baptized. His message was one of repentance. Now for many of us, were the words sin and repentance can be very loaded words. Some of us have experienced these words used to say that we are unworthy of God's love. And some of us have been left with feelings of guilt or anger or confusion or pushing away these ideas completely. Sin, as our faith describes it, is the turning away from our rightful relationship with God, our rightful relationship with ourself, with one another, and with all creation. Sin is the falling out of harmony. Repentance is the act of turning towards these relationships, of rebuilding and strengthening these relationships. Repentance is the act of letting go of those things that hold us back from our holy relationships and returning to sacred harmony. Repentance is active and embodied. It involves the work of healing and restoration and justice making. When I remember that, I know I find it a less intimidating word. When we lament, we can repent and we can encounter God's healing and renewing and empowering in our lives again. Repentance must always be understood as part of our turning towards God's love for us and God's empowering of us. One of the important things to remember about our scripture reading today is that the majority of those who are flocking to John in the wilderness and those who are going to gather around Jesus are not the powerful of their day. They are not the religious or political or economical economic elites of their time. They include those who are suffering under oppression and occupation, those who are economically and socially vulnerable, those who have been labeled as religiously unclean, and those who have been shoved to the margins of the communities. Repentance looks different for those who are abused or oppressed than it does for those who are active or complicit or silent in the face of abuse and oppression. For those who are abused and oppressed, a big part of repentance, for those who are gathering around John, a big part of repentance is in turning away from the labels, the rejections, the abusive and oppressive messages that deny their own dignity and worth. For them, repentance is letting go of everything that disenfranchises them from joining together, that stops them from joining together and being part of a holy movement of building peace and justice for all, from taking their place in the building up of the way and vision of God as Jesus will teach them. For those who abuse or oppress either actively or complicitly, repentance is about turning away from these actions. It's about stopping 
and changing. It's about doing the work of healing and restoration and justice making. John, in the story we hear today, is the wilderness guide, preparing the way for Jesus by leading people through the holy wilderness experience, where the full truths of life are named and people are invited to experience God's profound love and empowerment through lamenting, repenting, and renewal. Our scripture reading today reminds us that in order to prepare our lives to once more experience the birth of Christ, we have to be willing to enter the wilderness. As we face the difficult truths that the wilderness reveals, we are reminded that we are not alone. In the wilderness, we encounter God's guides, who, like John, lead us through, who lead us through the waters into a full, healed, renewed life. We meet our holy guides and those who will not let the realities of anti-feminist and gender-based violence and discrimination be ignored as they read names and light candles this day and hold up difficult truths and hope throughout the year. We meet our holy guides and those who provide safe shelter and care, support, friendship and counseling for those who are experiencing violence and discrimination and to help them remember that they are beloved children of God and that there is hope. We meet our holy guides and those who do the difficult work of helping people turn from violent paths towards paths of healing and restoration. We meet our holy guides in the prophetic voices of those who are calling us to change practices and policies and ideologies that discriminate, perpetuate injustice, or silence the difficult truths that must be named. We meet our holy guides in the work of God within us that calls us to turn towards our sacred relationship to tend and nurture and grow our relationships by loving and caring for ourselves, our neighbor, and all creation. We meet our holy guide in the words of scripture that empower us and equip us to be part of the building up of God's vision and way as we commit our lives to the work of peace. Debbie Thomas, in reflecting on today's scripture, writes, Comfort awaits us in the desert. God promises to come to us in the wilderness. May we believe this. May we wander and be found. Like the prophets who come before us, May we become brave voices in hard places, preparing the way of the Lord. Friends, let us dare to enter the wilderness, trusting that God's love will guide us as we walk the holy path towards healing and renewal for all creation, as we walk the path of peace. In this way, may we prepare the way for the birth of Christ once more in our lives and in our world. Amen. Thanks be to God. And friends, I invite you to join with me in prayer. Let us pray. O Holy One, whose way is the path of peace and harmony for all, 
We give you thanks this day for all the blessings that fill our lives, for the love of community which comes to us even over distance, for the beauty of nature which inspires and teaches us, for the peace and strength we find in you, and for the wisdom that guides us and invites us to healing and empowerment. We thank you for all of the, of the gifts shared with this church, gifts of time, talent, and treasure. Bless them and guide their use, that they may be used to build peace in our church, in our community, and in our world. Help us, O oh God, to be ever mindful of the rich blessings of life and continue to inspire us to be a blessing to those around us. On this day that marks National Day of Remembrance and Action on Violence Against Women, we remember the reality of gender-based violence. We remember the pain of discrimination. We pray for your healing as we work towards a world not only of peace and an end to physical and emotional abuse, but also a world, a continued movement towards greater safety, empowerment, and justice for all women. We pray for all who are struggling during this pandemic, for all who are sick, their families, their friends, for all who are lonely, for all who have lost loved ones, for our church, our local businesses, all who work in healthcare and education, and all who are in need of feeling extra love, care, and comfort in this time. We pray for Dr. Ian Era, and for all who work in public health, who are tasked with guiding us in wisdom and compassion. And we offer our individual prayers to you now, O oh God. We join these prayers with the prayers of all creation as we listen to the words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. 